Before we get going this week, I thought I'd just remind you that I'm a certified business strategist who's been in property for over 25 years. I know my clients shortcut their success by being laser focused through strategy and mentoring, as no one business model fits us all because funding, geography, skill set, it all plays a part in deciding what works for you. Getting it wrong can definitely damage your wealth. If you're serious about property, then your first step is a call with me. Nothing more difficult than following the link in the show notes to book it. Hello, and welcome to the Property Solopreneur podcast, a show for property investors and developers who want to build and grow their own profitable businesses. I'm sharing with you my decades of property experience and interviewing many other successful property people who are happy to share their varied and priceless knowledge freely. Business doesn't need to be hard, and nor do you need to be lucky. But as a certified strategist, I know you need a plan to work to. And a good start is by listening to other people's successes and failures. Why reinvent the wheel? This allows us to have a more in-depth knowledge of the wider property world. Welcome to this week's episode of The Property Solopreneur. And for those of you who have had a break this summer, you may have come back rejuvenated and ready to get going again. So I thought I would do a quick run through of five of the most common mistakes and problems that I see in my work with property people, because quite often we suffer from the same problems and mistakes. and We just need to get them under control and make ourselves much more successful. Because I know it's not just the newbies that find themselves having made some of these quite fundamental rookie errors because the market changes often without us noticing because we're head down, bottom up, you know, in our property, working away, doing all the stuff we need to do. We don't see things slightly change. We don't see the legislation changes until they actually affect us. And if you are pivoting and you've dipped your toe into a new genre of property, yes, you might well find yourself doing some mistakes that you wouldn't do when you're doing your normal, everyday cookie-cutter stuff. We're all susceptible to making mistakes. Now, of all the things I hear in my accountability groups and mentoring, the most common mistake is the one that we don't even realise we're committing. And I think it really can be the worst of all. Top of the list is the failure to ask yourself, how does this affect me when you hear something new or you see something different? What does it mean for my situation? Will it even be useful for me to know about it? Do I need to waste my time on this training course, etc.? Everybody knows the phrase, what's in it for me, with good reason. Yet when you're investing, it really is very easy to forget it. If you've put all that time and effort into creating the best property strategy for you with your personality, your skill set, your location and your finances, then it really is vital. And it's really important that you keep on saying to yourself, what's in it for me? And keep yourself completely grounded because you want to be and you don't want to deviate off that straight and narrow road, which is pointed in the direction of the target you have set that will make you successful. Now, I love a good property networking day, but I'm often shocked at how the hype and the excitement and the reinvigoration and all those new ideas can suddenly totally derail the best laid plans. I always encourage people to go to these days because I really do think it's important to have around you a group of people that are getting property as well. But you've just got to keep grounding yourself and remembering that you're not there to change how or what you want to do. You're there really to network and to find people. 
I go to these things as part of my visibility strategy. I meet up with friends from all over the parts of the country and find new people to work with, etc. And I hear some amazing talks. It's how I hear about new things. And if I hear a nugget, when I hear it, I'll pop it into my business. But it won't go into my business and I won't get excited about it unless it's absolutely aligned with what I'm doing, what I've planned for and what I know will help me hit a target. And there are new things that come along all the time that I go, yep, I'll have that. Thank you very much. If it doesn't align with what I'm doing and won't help me in any way, shape or form, but I think it's really rather good, I'm just going to admire it and then wait for the next speaker. Because I believe very much that the subtext to all of this is no matter how exciting it is, no matter how profitable this idea is, the talk may damage your wealth if it's not the right fit for you. And it may not be the right fit for you now because you're doing something that will get you to where you need to be, but it might in the future. So that's why we don't cut ourselves off from absolutely everything and just keep our heads in one place. Secondly, is the idea that you should act first and then ask permission later. Big mistakes can happen here, but I know where this is coming from. This is one of the things that comes from a place of helpfulness and for getting people going, because there are many, many people who procrastinate because they are perfectionists, can't do anything unless it's absolutely 100%. And that's why people say, no, just do it and then get better at it later or ask permission if you discover you've made a mistake here and there. Well, property, this stuff costs money and you don't want to get that wrong. And you've also, going alongside your money, have a reputation that you've got to uphold. Because when you first bounce into the property world, no one knows you. It's taking you time to be known and for people to want to work with you. So you don't want to do something that makes people stand off and think, hmm, perhaps not. You could find yourself, your property investing career, having stopped before you even get to the ghost square if you then go and do something illegal. So do think before you act, because you can't always ask for permission later. We work in the investment areas that are have both regulated and unregulated sectors. You know, it's a weird thing that joint ventures all covered by the FCA, borrowing money from angel investors, unregulated. But whichever way you go, it's not acceptable just to make up the rules as you go along. It's not just about wearing the wrong clothes to a do or something very small. These are things that if you fundamentally get wrong, will change how you can move forward. Despite the ease at which we can all enter into the property investing arena, it is actually an industry. You know, there are thousands of people working in property in all sorts of ways, many of whom have got lots of letters and numbers after their name. Always rules and regulations, lots of insurance, and people will and do judge you on what you do and how you behave. Now, I know of more than one mentor who's escorted people out of their rooms due to an attendee acting illegally, unethically, being disruptive, usually because their mindset or knowledge is wrong and they just don't believe what they're hearing. Trust me, news gets around. Why would anyone want to work with someone who's got a less than good reputation? And don't think that no one will know. Trust me, I was amazed this morning in, a, in an accountability call I was running there were five people and one person was overseas and a couple were from London, one was from elsewhere and me sitting in Suffolk. And actually, other than me, we discovered after a few minutes that everybody was investing in about a 10-mile circle. 
And they were all going to plan to meet up within minutes, literally with each other. They were going to meet up when the overseas person comes back and they can all go and have a jolly good coffee. What were the chances of that? Well, actually, quite high in property. It's amazing how people know people who all just go round in the same areas. So if you're in property, the next mistake is not acting like a property professionals. And I think that comes because one of the things everyone talks about is not being corporate. You know, you, that's why people leapt out of being corporate because they didn't like it. They didn't fit. They were a, a square peg in a round hole or whichever way around it is. But actually, if you want to be successful, you do have to hold yourself accountable as a professional. You have to get to your point when you do everything in the best and easiest way possible so that you can become financially free. So you're able to do what you want, when you want, where you want. Because amateurs just wonder why the stuff doesn't work for them. And that is something that I often hear in mentoring programs. I hear what you say, Mr. Mentor, but it doesn't really work for me. You've got something that you can do that I can't. Well, actually, as a professional property person, it's your job to listen to how to do stuff and work out how you and your skill set can do it. You may have to go outside your comfort zone. Everybody's done that at some point. But you can't just bumble along as an amateur. For instance, conveyancing. That is something that has to happen if you want to buy a property of whatever type. Now, conveyancing is done both by professionals and amateurs. But an amateur doesn't mind how long it takes them to do it because they just want the house to live in usually. That's not the way you should be approaching it. You've got the money. You should have the information. You should have the skills to make sure that you can make this happen as quickly as possible because it's make it, going to make a big difference to your bottom line. So acting as a professional, you will have done the boring stuff. And by that, I mean, you will have sifted through lots of solicitors to see who can go to flash to bang in as long as it takes to get the paperwork in the right place. And they, you will have interviewed solicitors. And my word, it's like job applications. You will quickly get the vibes. You will know whether someone is a solicitor who basically opens their paper files once a week on a Monday and then goes, oh, this week I'm going to do X, Y and Z. Or the solicitor whose assistant is watching their emails all the time, picking up an email, finding the answer, flashing it off to someone else so that it's perfectly possible and you will find them in most rooms where there are property people who can buy a property in days rather than months, sometimes in under a week. Just think what a difference that will be to your bottom line in a moving market. Well, if you take that approach to absolutely every part of your business, you will professionalise yourself without you realising it and you will whole business will be infinitely better. If you're not sure of what will make the difference, watch and learn when you are out and about. If you're on a property day, watch those that you've, you know, ring fenced as action takers and are successful. Not incidentally, those who often make a lot of noise and are trying to be helpful to you by teaching you stuff they don't actually know yet because they've only just started. No, find those who quite often are slightly quieter, really doing stuff. They've got a reason as to why they want to be in the room get their card, get on their email list and then watch what they do and see how they do it and upgrade your systems for networking and investor recruitment and retention and just get everything to where it should be. Because often if you don't, you can make the next mistake and that's mistaking busy for being successful or profitable.
This is a default setting for just about everybody, I think. And that's because if you've ever worked for someone else, you're going to be highly skilled at appearing to be at work at all times, because that's what you learn when you go to work for someone else, isn't it? And I think it's an incredibly difficult mindset to get out of once you start working for yourself, because you can feel quite guilty at enjoying going to coffee meetings or researching or lots of viewings. It's not really work as you know it, is it? But actually it is. So get good at knowing how to do these tasks smoothly and systematically. Start batching tasks, you know, go and see all your estate agents on the same day. If that's what you hate, make sure you're not just doing an hour here, an hour there. Have all the pain at once. Make sure you've got template spreadsheets for everything you need so you can just pop the figures in and press the button rather than starting from scratch every single time. Don't let the busy worker bee infect your mindset. And if you do forget, just keep remembering, you know, the queen bee lives much longer than drones and she doesn't wear herself out doing unnecessary tasks. You need to be the queen bee. So you may have to do a bit of task decluttering. Look at yourself and work out what it is that you do regularly and often or feel you have to, which actually, if you don't do it for a couple of days, makes no difference at all. Do a bit of task decluttering. And give yourself permission to not sit at your desk, etc., unless it's actually achieving something. Now, I work with property people to ensure that they've got the right property business strategy for them, because strategy is not actually technique of choice about what you're going to be doing. It's how you're going to be doing it long term. It's taking your business from now to your successful future, often by using a variety of techniques. If you talk to really successful property people, you'll find they've got a lot ongoing at once, but it's all aiming in the same direction to get to the same end destination. You may, of course, have not much money when you start, in which case you'll need to flip or trade or rent to rent before you can buy your assets. But your strategy, your strategy overall, will have your roadmap to success mapped out for you for the next five, 10 years' time. All you then have to do is the deliverables. Now, thanks to Zoom, oh, I love Zoom, we don't have to be in the same room. And I really don't miss those long days on the road. We can have a one-to-one session that lasts for 90 minutes. You know, if it's a masterclass on a subject such as auction buying or how to find angel and joint venture funding, or a full day if we're doing a, a deep dive strategy session, looking at the business and creating the roadmaps and making sure that the systems and methods that you are going to use work with your skills and mindset. If that sounds something you need to do, then drop me an email at Rachel Spelt, R-A-C-H-A-E-L, Rachel at racheltroughton.com or go to my website, racheltroughton.com and book a discovery call or a one-to-one session. And lastly, the mistake I completely get because I'm a word rather than a number person is failing to make, to understand financing or thinking that it's not the most important thing in a property business to get right. We're not all math boffins. We're not all those who like numbers. But, oh my word, it is absolutely the underpinning thing to the whole property world. The whole property business runs on numbers and figures and finance. And I think the problem is most of us, when we go to networking, if we go to big full-scale mentoring sessions, the whole finance bit is very small because how much can you say about how to buy, how to get a mortgage, etc.? But it really should be bigger because it is the underpinning things. 
We may, as I say, not all like talking about numbers or find it slightly awkward, but property is a trading and investment activity which relies on numbers. Now, years ago, investors could have a really casual approach to rules. You know, after all, who would know? Well, computers changed all of that. Computers are inanimate objects. I know that. But they are actually very sociable. They talk to each other. And the data that they, they give to each other tells anyone who can understand it more about what you are actually up to than you could or you own up to. You can no longer think that any old mortgage will get you a property bought and you can just bumble along, you know, on a an ordinary single-let mortgage when in fact you're running a very large HMO. Why? Because the council websites will pick you up. Everything just talks to one another and goes, hmm, slight problem here. It's all not adding up. And yes, it is unfortunate if they then say you're not adhering to your rules and regulations. Please, can we have our mortgage back in 28 days? You are unlucky, but you don't want it to happen. So if you find that you're having to bend the rules to buy something, then actually stop trying to bend the rules. Go and learn and upskill yourself so that you can borrow money legally in, in one of the very many different ways we've all got at our fingertips because finance is your lifeblood. Learn and work with the mindset and the rules of the lenders. No, they may not be as creative as you. My word, I've met some really creative property people that I'm completely in awe of. But these lenders, they want you to produce endless bits of evidence, but it is their money, their rules, and your long-term wealth. So start to enjoy the session, start to enjoy what you have to do, and it does become a lot easier. Get over the mind block and keep current with the lender's viewpoint because it won't stay the same. Just as you get to know everything about what's going on now, oh, everything changes. The finance rules change. And don't forget, you know, it's easy to understand this now because the deals that stack now may not stack in five years' time. And certainly the deals that stack five years ago are having problems refinancing in many instances. I'm hearing many tales of mortgages not working at the current levels of interest. And when they do, there isn't enough rent, even at full market rents, to cover the mortgage, the insurance and the maintenance and to give you a bit extra for a cushion for a rainy day. And that means that there definitely won't, in many instances, be cash flow for lifestyle, etc., so if that's what you're relying on, you have got to know your numbers. Really, really important so that you don't find yourself suddenly not being able to pay your own life bills. Don't gamble on your future. Learn how to do the figure work and plan accordingly. Just because we don't have to take exams to be good at this property stuff or licensed to work in property doesn't mean we should take a casual approach to it or think by doing any old thing we'll succeed. You could in the old days, but life's changed. You may get lucky now and again, but don't bank on it long term. A funny thing is, though, is that all these mistakes can be easily rectified. They really can. A little tweak here, a little tweak there, a short course here and there, a little application of the little grey cells, and suddenly everything will be a lot easier and an awful lot more profitable. And I think that is one of the most important things to learn in property is that if you do something wrong, find out how to do it right and then just do, keep doing it the correct way. And gosh, life becomes easier. Have you recognised any of the mistakes I've mentioned? If you do, come and talk to me and let's get new systems, knowledge and mindset in place. And let's get you to that long-term goal of success, financial freedom, and the ability to do whatever it is you want to do, wherever it is you want to do it. Thank you for listening to The Property Solopreneur with me, Rachel Troughton. If you've enjoyed this episode, do hit subscribe and kindly leave a review and share this podcast with anyone you think it would help on their property journey. 
If you'd like to get hold of my guide for building a successful property business, go to rachelproudon.com forward slash checklist. We only live one life. So let's get your dream a reality through building a profitable property business. If you found my stories inspiring and my content useful, then come find out more about my mentoring and strategy sessions by going to www.rachelfrouten.com and book a discovery call with me. The banner link is on every page. Come and create and grow your own property business. That's the shortcut to success.